Welcome to The Drummer's Pathway, the podcast about music, life, and the creative process. On September 28, 2023, the drumming world lost a hero. Highly regarded as drumming's global ambassador, Dom Famliero was a beacon of light in the music industry. His passion and enthusiasm was infectious, and everyone who was ever blessed to be in his presence was uplifted and inspired by him. Facing a diagnosis of pancreatic cancer over the last couple of years, Dom fought valiantly to overcome this disease, just as he had faced and overcame so many obstacles throughout his life. Even when things were really tough at times, he faced this challenge with a sense of grace. He devoted his attention to empower and encourage thousands who continued to reach out when they needed his guidance and support. Dom recently celebrated his 70th birthday and was blessed to have a gathering of so many people whose lives were forever changed by his kindness. I have gathered stories from many throughout the industry whose lives were impacted by Dom. This tribute was intended to be a celebration for Dom to share with them just how much he meant to all of us, but we unfortunately lost him before we had this chance. Now it is a celebration of his legacy to show the world just how he impacted our lives through his kindness and support. It is through their stories that I want to tell how much he affected all of us. Dom was my teacher, my mentor, and most importantly, a dear friend. Throughout his lifetime, he taught thousands of students, but whenever you were around him, he made you feel like you were the most important person in the room and that he cared deeply. I first met Dom after I received an email from his wife Charmaine telling me that I had won a free lesson with Dom for signing up to his mailing list. I remember being really nervous because I admired him for so long but had never taken the opportunity to connect with him. I expected a traditional lesson, but what I wasn't prepared for was his enthusiasm, his genuine interest in my own story, and what I wanted to accomplish. That first hour with Dom was empowering, inspiring, and emotional. He cared deeply, and from that day on, my life was never the same. I have accomplished things in my life that I never dreamed would be possible because he believed in me and my value. He welcomed me into the community and pushed me to always take the next step. Dom believed that everyone, regardless of background or experience, was capable of greatness and having an impact in their life. All you needed to do was to believe in yourself, be kind to everyone, and never shy away from putting in the work. I have often felt like an outsider in this industry, but he opened the door to let me in. He gave me the map to allow me to discover my own path. He believed in me when I often wasn't capable of believing in myself because of my own anxieties. There are many opportunities I missed out in my life due to fear of failure. Dom challenged me and encouraged me at every step as I slowly began to find my way. It is because of him that I got back into education, and without his guidance, I would never have found the courage to explore new opportunities. He was incredibly proud of the things I accomplished. 
It is truly humbling to know that someone who is sought after by so many people around the world cared so deeply about each and every one of his students. He was one of the kindest people I've ever been blessed to know in my life, and I loved him dearly. Now, sit back and take some time to listen to only a few of the countless stories of some of the lives he's impacted. Let's allow Dom's legacy to empower us to face and overcome our own obstacles, live our lives with passion, commit to always aspire to greatness, encourage each other, and always be kind. As Dom would always say, onward and upward. Stefan Chamberlain here, and uh, my story, how I met Dom. I was 17 years old. Dom came to my um, hometown in Quebec City, Canada, and he was doing a clinic for a music store. This is the first time in my life I decided that's what I want to do uh, for a living. The way he was playing was amazing, but also the way he was, you know, sharing his passion and talking to people I got inspired like crazy so at 17 I decided to go to Toronto to learn English and then I started um, taking lessons with him in New York and I took lessons with Dom for more than 10 years he became my coach and uh, my friend of course and uh, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for Dom so Dom you're the best you're amazing and uh this is great, Michael. Keep up the great work with uh, the podcast. This is huge. So glad to be part of it. Go, go, go. Hey, everybody. David Garibaldi here. I mean, um, you know, what more can be said about my brother, Dom Famolaro? I mean, I love this guy. I mean, he's been a pal of mine for many, many years. Man, I don't know even when we met. It was uh, many, many years ago. We remained close pals, you know, throughout all these years, <clears throat> beautiful guy, you know, full of energy, full of, uh, you know, great positive energy for everyone. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, I remember I was um, working on foot technique and I asked him about it. He said, well, come out, come to New York. So I used some frequent flyer miles. I went to New York and uh, spent the day or two, I think it was a couple of days maybe, at his house and we spent the whole day playing. He showed me all of this stuff. I mean, it was, it was really, really an amazing time an amazing, you know, uh, thing for him to do. But, uh, anyway, you know, I love him and, uh, there you have it. A Dom Famolaro story. Good morning, good evening, good day. Whenever this finds you, my name is Klaus Hessler and it's my pleasure to share a little story with you about my dear friend, Dom Famularo. And um, I was thinking twice if the story I'm going to tell you now would possibly get both of us into trouble because there's a slight amount of, uh, let's say, incorrectness to it. But... Um, I still wanted to share it with you because it really outlines that extremely supportive and helpful side of Dom. So whenever you had a certain problem or a certain challenge or anything that needed to be taken care of, you would tell Dom about it and he would do anything to help you. So this story just shows you that extremely helpful side of Dom, although there is a slight hint towards, let's say, incorrectness. Okay, so here we go. It's 1996 and it's my first year I would ever go to attend NAMM show. 
So I was making plans with a drumming friend of mine here in Germany, and uh, we're booking the flights, we're booking the hotel, we organize a car, and I would tell my, my friend, um, Dieter, how do we get into the show? I mean, you, as you know, the, the, we need to have badges. And Dieter was saying, well, um, I'm, I'm gigging every now and then with TM Stevens, so uh, TM's going to be at the show, and, uh, and uh, he mentioned he can organize tickets for the two of us as well. So I say, great, we're all set, let's go. So uh, fast forward, a uh, couple of weeks later, we are standing in Los Angeles. We got the hotel, we did the flight, we have the car, but it appears we cannot reach TM Stevens and uh, we cannot get inside the show. What a shame. So um, we're driving around the place where the NAMM show was and, um, and all of a sudden I see um, we're passing by a hotel and and the name of the hotel sort of sounds familiar. And I say, stop the car, Dieter. I think this is the hotel where Dom usually stays. Um, let me try if I can find him. So he stops the car. He waits in the car. I go into the hotel lobby. I approach the front desk. There is an elevator right next to the front desk. And the, the, the elevator door opens. And who is coming out? Dom Famularo. So I say... Dom, boy, great. <laughs> it's a, just, just what an accident. I mean, we're meeting right now because I was searching exactly for you because, and I was telling my problem to Dom. So, so Dom says, well, that's actually the perfect point in time because the front desk has just informed me that a box with extra badges for the show has arrived because it appeared that Dom was every now and then organizing for some extra badges with names of people that wouldn't even exist. That's the incorrect side of the story. <laughs> and, uh, and then just give it to people of who he thought uh, they should be able to attend the show. So, uh, so I said, boy, do, do you think you can, you can give me two of those, like one for me and one for my friend? And, and Dom goes, sure, that's why I organized them. So, <laughs> so we go to the front desk and, uh, and Dom says, okay, so you make your choice. Who you want to be? I got, I got John so-and-so, I got James this and that, and I got Steve Klein. You want to be Steve Klein? And I say, of course, I'm going to be Steve Klein for the next couple of days. And uh, honestly, I don't know what the name of my friend's badge still was wearing. So... Uh, so we were all sorted with the badges. And uh, yes, I know it's not perfectly correct. And I hope I do not get the two of us into trouble here. But uh, this is how it was back in the day. And uh, to me, it was a huge lesson that showed me how help... If Dom was as helpful as that to me, I wanted also to be, I also wanted to be that helpful and supportive person and trying to help the... The, the people that approached me with a certain challenge or a certain thing that needed to be solved. So, uh, so anyhow, when I think about this story, it still puts a huge smile on my face. And I guess it does one uh, in Dom's face as well. That story was crazy good. And it's just, I mean, what an accident. I walk into that hotel lobby and you just come out of the elevator with my freaking badge, okay? So I hope you enjoyed the story. Um, have a great day, everyone, and uh, take care. Hi, Chris Lasso here. 
Let's talk about the amazing Dom Famulero and what other artist, educator, drummer, human being can you think of that has had such an amazing ripple effect to drummers and people all around the globe. Talk about a well-deserved title of drumming's global ambassador. And Dom would often quote Henry Adams and say, a teacher affects eternity. No one knows where their influence stops. And no one more epitomizes that than Dom himself. And there's so many memories and stories, and he's really made me the drummer and person I am today. Really the concept of life through rhythm, a big part of it came from him. The drummer you are is the person you become, and they are linked. Drumming is life, and life is drumming. And Dom lives this and influences others to practice this every day. And talk about inspiring the world through service. Dom told me once, I remember, he said, great men serve, or great men and women serve. Anybody that serves something higher than themselves is tapping into the power of being a servant hero. And Dom really lived this, and just a spirit of giving. I can remember in the small town where I grew up, Dom came to the local music store and did a drum event and I remember him at the door just shaking hands with everybody personally and just really making a connection with people and inspiring them and he, he cares. You know, a friend of mine remembers seeing him at a high school and maybe he'll share this story himself and he, he, uh, Dom came to a high school and drummed and he saw him at a red light afterwards and said, hey, there's that guy that drummed at my school. And Dom like rushed out of the car, dumped like a brick of free sticks in his car, smiled and sped away. And that was at a red light. So just, <laughs> so just a massive spirit of giving. And also to have one's life stand for something, to, to have a consistent message running through the thread of their life not just for weeks, months, and years, but for decades over a lifetime. And that really inspires me. There's a lot of awesome drummers and people out there, but to do it, to have one consistent message that you inspire others with over a lifetime is such an achievement. And Dom's message of tap into your untapped potential, live with perseverance and determination, serve something greater than yourself, be greater, dare to be great, push the evolution of the art form forward while digging into untapped potential within yourself and never giving up. All these things Dom has really passed on to the next generation and really lived his life as a beacon and a message of these virtues to practice them every day. So thank you, Dom. I would not be the drummer in person I am today. And drummers around the world will never forget you with every stroke that we play. We do it for you. Thank you, my friend. You freaking rock. Hi, it's Leland Sklar here. I'm not a drummer, but I love Dom Famularo. Um, both his musicianship, but his humanity is like nobody else. 
he's one of the most special people I've ever known. Uh, we did a um, an interview together, and it was probably one of the best interviews I've ever been involved in. Um, does his homework, has really insightful questions, uh, and then he lets you tell your story. Uh, there's nobody like Dom. I, I value his friendship. I value his humanity. I value his musicianship. All I can say is I am thrilled that you guys are just going to honor him because it's so well-deserved. He is one special cat. So all the best wishes to Dom and to everybody involved in this. This is really cool and, and well-deserved. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Simon Phillips, and um, I'm going to talk a little bit about Dom Famularo. We first met on a Tama clinic tour back in 1983, and I seem to remember, well, I seem to remember having a great time. <laughs> I was told I had a great time. Uh, Dom was absolutely wonderful to be around and to tour with. Um, we shared a lot of uh, fun times. I remember this one particular clinic. Um, we were really tired. We had to get up really early and we had to take a couple of plane flights to get to wherever it was we were going. And um, at the end of the clinic, we would play together. And um, But we'd been doing this a few nights and uh, in the search for always trying to do something different. I started playing a slow blues. <laughs> and I, I this is hard to remember, but I think he joined in. I think we were both playing. And I started singing, which of course I never do, um, which probably had something like, woke up this morning, had a really early flight, <laughs> had to set up two timer drum kits, <laughs> And looking forward to the night. Something like that. I don't know. It was hilarious. We were laughing. And uh, um, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, Dom, um, I mean, he's been an amazing ambassador for the drum world. And um, I haven't seen him for a while. He's the life and the soul of the party. Todd Zuckerman here. Uh, a little after midnight in Seattle. After a show, bottle of wine next to me. And I've been asked to talk about Dom Famulero and what can be said about Dom that hasn't been said a thousand times by a thousand different people, if not more than that. Well, I might be able to share one thing that I haven't talked about before. And in a way, how inspiring he's always been, and that's obvious. There's, like I said, thousands of stories with that, but... Um, Back in October of 2016, well, first off, I've done so many drum festivals in probably eight or nine, ten different countries with Dom. And in October 2016, uh, he and I appeared at a drum festival in Guatemala City, Guatemala. And when I arrived and was met with the hosts, you know, asked where Dom is and there was some sort of family situation happening and Dom didn't join us that night. And the next morning when we were to meet at Lobby Call to head over to set up for the festival, Dom came down and informed me that his father had passed away 
the night before. And um, his disposition was still the dom that you would see at any time. And I started asking him, like, are you okay? Do you, do you need to go home? And, you know, he explained that he had said his goodbye and he, you know, made his peace, peace with his father and um, there's nothing we could do. We just had to go on with this. We'd do the festival and then, you know, go home the day after that. And I was really inspired how he took that all in stride. He proceeded to regale me with some wonderful tales of his father. And um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep those, the details of that private. But he had a couple of really amazing stories about what an amazing dad that he had. And I'm sure that transferred to the way that he conducted his home life, I can only assume. But I found it inspiring, and I looked at him all day long, you know, making sure that he was okay as we went and we we set up, we sound-checked, dealt with, you know, the things that you deal with and all the, the, the people and whatnot, and he was still the MC of this night and was is inspiring and was joyous and as smiley as you would ever know him to be. Yet his father had left this earthly plane just the night before. So I guess what I'm trying to convey here is that um, it's one thing to to look at the man and go, what what a positive energy, what a positive force, what a you know a, a, a drumming's global ambassador, you know, say what you will. But in the, in the face of something like that, that you only go through once in your life, the death of a father, death of a mother, death of someone in your nuclear family, he went through that and went through the day being the beacon of light that he always was. And I find that to be inspirational and something that I will... Uh, I will never forget. So there's a little down story for you. What a guy. All right. Thanks for listening. Hi, Paul DeLong here. I'm a drummer from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, I first met Dom Familero, oh, I don't know how long ago. It was probably sometime in the late 80s. Um, we were doing a clinic together, uh, maybe for the MIAC show or something in, in Canada. And um, this is the first time I had seen him live, and uh, man, his playing blew me away, but also his talking, how inspirational he was, motivational and funny, and just incredible energy coming off this human uh, blew me away. And then I got to know him, and he was so supportive to me because, first of all, he seemed to like my playing, but secondly, he, um, when I was writing my first book, I didn't know what I was doing, and he gave me all kinds of great advice, and... Uh, hooked me up with Joe Bergamini and Rob Wallace, the guys at Hudson, and got that going for me, which was great. And then also, then I, um, sometime in the early 2000s, I uh, decided that my technique was all wrong, and I knew that he was the guy to go see. So I drove 10 hours down to his place in Port Jefferson, and um, uh, he gave me like a two and a half hour lesson 
and and that lesson was great, but it was also full of great anecdotes and stories about Buddy Rich and some other drummers and stuff. Just fantastic. And I don't think he charged me a cent. That's the kind of guy he is. And um, my other connection with Dom is that his wife, Charmaine, and their two boys, I think they're two boys, um, used to come and see, when the boys were little, they used, to, they used to come and see me play with Sharon Lewis and Bram. I did that for four years, children's entertainers. And um, so that was kind of cool. But anyway, yeah, I, I love the guy, Dom. He's fantastic and uh, just a, a wonderful force on this planet. It's Tim Connolly here. I'm thrilled to be part of this audio tribute to you. I just wanted to let you know how much you have meant to me over the years with all the drum lessons that we had together. I loved going to your house in Port Jefferson out in your drum shed out there. And I loved showing you when you would show me all the memorabilia, the Buddy Rich stories, the stories about Joe Morello and Jim Chapin. These were absolute treasures to me. And then of course, moving forward, the online lessons that we did, the many online lessons that we did, these are precious, precious memories. I learned so much from you. You completely changed the way I play drums for the better. I've done nothing but get better and improve with your motivation and insight. But I also want to talk about how much you've done for me just as a human being. The time that, that, that you uh, counseled my nephew when he was going through a marital breakdown, I mean, that was just unbelievable. And the times that you've talked to me about you know, being a musician and jobs and job hunting and, uh, you know, all the ups and downs and turbulence of being a musician. You've always been there for me. Every time I ever texted you or called you, you always responded. You never blew me off. You're, uh, I mean, there's nobody like you. You're such an amazing person. And I also wanted to tell you how much you mean to my son. As you know, he's doing, um, he's going through heavy duty training to try and make the Canadian Olympic swim team. And he's doing amazing. And he told me that one of the reasons he wants to make this team, obviously he spent his life since he was five swimming and being a competitive swimmer and a, and a high level athlete. Obviously he wants to do it for mom and dad without a doubt, but he also mentioned you because he talks about you a lot. <laughs> he mentioned that he wants to do it for Dom. When we were driving back from your 70th birthday party, thank you for inviting us, by the way. We had an amazing time. It was awesome to see you and meet your family and your wife and all the uh, prestigious guests. It was amazing. He said to me that he is going to get up there on that podium after he makes it to the Olympic team and he's competing and he's going to mention what you mean to him in his speech, <laughs> which is really amazing, you know, when they get interviewed, you know. So he says that he, you are a big part of him and his run to the Olympics. So I want to thank you in so many ways. I've only got a couple minutes here to, to tell you what you've meant to me, how much I care about you, how much I love you. Dom, all the best. You're an excellent public speaker, and I've always enjoyed listening to you. Mark Kelso here. I'm going to talk about the very first time we met, because I remember it clear as day. I was flying down, I think from Montreal, to play the Cape Breton Drum Festival in Nova Scotia. And who did I happen to sit beside? 
but none other than the legendary Dom Famulero. I couldn't believe my luck that, you know, of all the people on the plane, I got to sit beside, but it was you. And you already knew who I was because you checked out who else was playing. You knew the local players, uh, me being Canadian, of course. And we had the greatest conversation. Man, you just regaled me for the entire trip. It felt like a two-hour flight passed in 10 minutes with all your stories about uh, Buddy and Krupa and Gus Moeller and, of course, the late Jim Chapin. And, you know, you were making notes on napkins and I was taking notes. <laughs> and we just had such a great time. And then when we went down, we went down there and we got to see each other play. And I just remember you being so kind and so friendly to someone you'd never met before. And your energy and your passion was unbridled. And you were unlike anyone I'd met before. And of course, we've remained great friends ever since that very moment. You know, I always treasure seeing you at NAM, And of course, I, I, I went down to your place in the States and, uh, you know, contacted you over Zoom many times over the years for lessons and information and some stories. And I just think that you're so kind with your time and so generous and you have such a big heart and you're such a beautiful person. And I wish there were more people in the world like you. You know, it's been a, my pleasure to uh, count you as one of my friends and someone I look up to and admire and someone I can go to to ask questions. Thank you for that and everything you've done for me and the drumming community. You're a beautiful human being. I send you all my love and affection. Take care. Hi, I'm Bermuda Schwartz from the Weird Al Yankovic Band. And I first met Dom through Sabian in the early 90s. Uh, he was always positive, always smiling, always cheerful. He made you feel like you were the most important person in the room. Everybody loved Dom. Uh, in 2018, I was invited to be interviewed by Dom for the Sessions Artist Series on YouTube. Uh, of course, I said yes. It was very casual, very comfortable, just him and me chatting away. And he asked great questions. It was one of my best interviews, and I got to give Dom the credit for that. Uh, Dom was a real treasure, and his passing is a huge loss to the drumming community, and he will be missed. Hello, Frank Bellucci here from uh, Long Island, New York. First off, thanks, uh, Mr. Michael Scott, for thinking about me and uh, giving me a chance to uh, talk about Dom. But, of course, when you said a minute to two to three minutes, I'm going to need about a half hour. You know, Italian from New York is tough. Anyway, uh, yep, I met Dom. Uh, we go way, way, way back. And uh, saw Dom play at a drum clinic that Louis Belson and Billy Cobham were playing. And Dom opened it up with his band at the time. And just killing it. Uh, playing uh, tunes from Rufus. Uh, you know, Chaka Khan and just... I was sitting there, and uh, I was like, okay, I have to search him out. So, again, we're talking 70, 1979, 1980, um, somewhere around there. And then I searched him out, and he was at the drum center over here, uh, close to the ho my home. And uh, that was it. Started taking lessons and sat me down. And I was already playing, but a, lo a lot, and Dom was like, just straightened me out with technique, took me through stick control. Uh, we'll put out the charts from the uh, Steely Dan record Asia. And I remember him putting up the chart, uh, 
you know, Steve Gadd, and it was like, forget about it. But, so we go way back, and then I started setting up Dom's drums. He would do school clinics. So I was there from the beginning when he started doing clinics. And I would meet him. I would get home from a gig in New Jersey or Connecticut, 4 or 5 in the morning, and meet him at like 7, 38 in the morning. And we go to a school. I set up his drums, and I watched him do the drum clinics at schools. And then, uh, you know, from there on, he started getting, he got the endorsement. Matter of fact, I have his... Pearl drum set, one of the first endorsements. And, uh, yep, I still have the kit. Anyway, and then, needless to say, he went on to Tamar, and then uh, where he is, how many years later. So I say I was there from the beginning. Um, I thank him for the drum lessons. And like any relationship, especially in a family or a band, you know, you have your ups and downs, misunderstandings. But uh, bottom line is, I love the man with his positive attitude. So I say God bless him. Love you, Dom. And uh, thanks a lot. This is Dave Lewitt. I want to thank Dom for supporting my Odd Time Drumming book and helping to get it published with Hudson Music and Wisdom Media. Dom was the inspiration, the genesis of my drum and video recording studio where I've shot all my instructional videos and my fun drum cover videos. And his support was crucial in all this. And uh, he's always been a brother, a father figure, a brother figure, a mentor. And I love him from the heart. Thanks, Dom, for all your support. Sending you lots of love, always. Hi, this is Dave Stark. And I just want to say a couple quick words about Dom Famulero. I first met Dom when I was about 12 years old at the Long Island Drum Center. I had been a student there uh, shortly after they opened up within a couple of weeks. And Dom was always around, uh, always making me laugh, cracking jokes, and at the same time asking me what I was working on, uh, what music I was listening to, what drummers and bands I was into. Uh, I recall him... Uh, being the MC, for lack of a better term, of the different clinics that went on. And I always remember Dom telling everybody to move up front. So wherever people were, especially if you were a kid, he wanted you right up, like literally close enough to reach out and touch the artist's bass drum. Uh, I started then studying with Dom when I was 16. And right from my first lesson, it was very apparent that this was going to be different than any other experience I ever had. And I can honestly say over the years that I studied with him, and I did study with him for, for quite a few years, uh, the lessons that stand out the most aren't when we played. They were lessons where we spoke, lessons where he motivated me. I would practice more than I had ever practiced before. Um, he got me to change everything in my playing, from how I sat, how I hit a drum. Um, just anybody that's ever studied with him knows that magical experience you you get when you first sit down with Dom. Um, and then it went on from there, uh, from, from becoming friends and, and working together, um, teaching together. So I would see him four or five days a week uh, when I was teaching at different stores. Uh, we also would go 
into New York City, and he would take a bunch of us to go see different great drummers, Tony Williams, I remember, um, Elvin Jones, just, just, uh, he really cared. He really cared about his, his uh, students. And, and what I see now, um, as my feed continues to show all these people whose lives Dom touched, is he made everybody feel special. Everybody was equal. Everybody mattered. Um, there will never be another person that I will ever meet who just has that enthusiasm and that ability to motivate and see the good in people, to encourage people from around the world. It, it's all the same. I've never seen anything like it before. Um, and I will miss him, but I will do my best to carry on his legacy to my own students and share whatever stories I have to keep, uh, to keep the memories of Dom alive. His name will last in eternity throughout the drumming community. Hey folks, this is Rich Redmond, and I am a longtime drummer. I've been playing drums since dinosaurs roamed the earth in the 1970s, and I have been the touring and recording drummer with multi-platinum country rocker Jason Aldean for 24 years. Dom Famularo, a legend, an innovator, an educator, an entrepreneur. He did everything at the highest level. A family man, a friend to everyone. The man never met a stranger. Um, I just love the man. I shared a lot of special moments with him. Um, I was involved with this wonderful organization called the Sessions Panel that Dom was very involved in. So whenever we would connect at the NAM show or at special events in Nashville or Los Angeles, we would always break bread and I would sit next to Dom all the time. I mean, I think I remember one time having dinner with Paul Lyme, Billy Cobham, Jack Bruno, and Dom. Dom was always at these events and I would always jockey for positions so I could sit next to him and we would always share wine. Dom was always very passionate about that, you know, the fruit of life, wine. So we would, we would stain our teeth and we would laugh and laugh and laugh. And the guy was just a mentor to me, but also what he did for me, he did for thousands of other people. Um, I think Dom recognized in me that I had a teacher's heart. I remember reaching out to him in maybe 2003, oh, probably 20 years ago, and I was very curious how I could maybe establish a career as a recording drummer, a touring drummer, and an educator. And I know that he really had his thumb on the pulse of being an educator. So he really held my hand and told me, told me how to do that. And he inspired me. And he said, when you're on the road with Jason Aldean, you should go and you should teach at music stores and high schools and middle schools and colleges. Wherever someone will have you, you should bring your message to them because you have something to say and something to teach. And you should do that and make sure that you get feedback from people and make sure you get photos and make sure you get videos and you just grow the thing. And I just was a big Dom fan, still am, always will be. I read his book, Cycle of Self-Empowerment, cover to cover. When another great event that we had, we did a tribute to Hal Blaine and I got to play drums right after Dom. He did some famous song that Hal Blaine recorded and he killed it. And then I got to go up there and do that same thing. But Dom was just a really special person. And what he did for me, 
he did for, like I said, thousands of other people sharing his gift, sharing his message. And there will always only be one Dom Famularo. And I just feel grateful that I could be in his orbit for 20 years. You know, I have one other Dom story. And that is I was doing my first clinic at the Percussive Arts Society International Convention 2011. And I was very prepared, but I was a little nervous. And I was just having a cocktail with some colleagues the night before the clinic. And so there I am in the bar um, in Indianapolis and I'm surrounded by the world's greatest drummers. And uh, Dom comes up to me and says, are you excited about your clinic tomorrow? And I said, I'm very excited, a little nervous. And he goes, you know what? You should be nervous because it's a big, big thing. And you're nervous because you care. You care very much about what you do and the impact you have on others. So get the heck out of here and get some sleep and kill it tomorrow. And then he hugged me with that tight, tight hug and that big, big smile and that infectious laugh. Every picture I have with Dom, he has a gigantic, one-of-a-kind, enthusiastic smile. And he changed lives with that smile. And Dom cared. God bless you, Dom Famularo. Hey, I'm Dr. Pamela Serafin, clinical neuroscientist and world percussionist. And I got to tell you, I love Dom Famularo because back in the day when nobody believed in me, when I had this vision, this huge vision of what I was going to create and who I was going to become and he was the one who supported me. He believed in what I would create and how I wanted to study the science of drumming. And I'd call him and he'd, he'd be like, this is going to be huge. <laughs> and then I would, years later, I would come back and go, Dom, you know what I'm doing now? And he'd be like, this is going to be huge. <laughs> oh, I loved it. He was so warm and welcoming me into the drumming community when I was such an outcast and so different and he didn't seem to he didn't seem to notice that he thought I belonged and he gave me opportunities and was always just so supportive and would reach out check in on on me and see how I was doing and just a fabulous leader and for that I will always be grateful Hi everybody, Daniel Glass here, coming to you on a beautiful Sunday from Central Park in New York City. And I'm out walking with my dog and spending a little time thinking about my friend Dom Famularo. I don't know how it's possible to sum up Dom in one or two minutes or one or two hours, uh, but what I could say is that Dom was an inspiration in the in the highest order of the word. A lot of people throw that word around, but Tom really was a special and unique individual. Um, I have a lot of great memories of him. He was on the scene from the moment that I entered the percussion world in any real way, which was I was a music school student in 1991 in Los Angeles. And Dom was uh, already known as Drumming's Global Ambassador. He was uh, emceeing every kind of event. He was at every trade show, pressing the flesh, inspiring people, just being uh, that very high energy figure. It was hard to miss him. I didn't really get to know him all that well until 2010 
when I actually moved to New York City and then began to have more contact with him because he was an East Coast guy. Um, I guess the, the, the greatest memory that stands out for me is that um, maybe somewhere around 2013 uh, or 14, Dom invited me out to his place in uh, Port Jefferson, and we had a chance to um, really hang out one-on-one and I was just, you know, amazed. I mean, he was always supportive of me once he got to know me, supportive of my mission in the world of drum history and in terms of teaching drummers about their evolution uh, and why it's important to know about our evolution uh, so that we can move forward and, and say something new on the instrument. And, you know, I would I would always get little, when I would put out a newsletter or I would put out, uh, you know, release a new product, Dom would always... Uh, send me a nice little note, a little message uh, congratulating me and, and, and pushing me forward. Uh, but that day at his place, we really had a chance to dig in deep, and I was amazed not only by his, his knowledge of, of history. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I've, I've dug pretty deep into the history and evolution of the instrument, but Dom was right there with me and had a lot of amazing stories in the ways that he was personally connected to our, our legacy, our history. Um, he, uh, you know, he knew Ted Reed and his family. He was a student of Jim Chapin's, so he was one step removed from, uh, you know, the legacy of Sanford Moeller. Uh, he knew the George Lawrence Stone family, um, and he, he really was uh, very knowledgeable, and he had known a lot of the great drummers going back uh, you know, into to the 1970s. So we had a wonderful time. I shared with him a new project that I was working on over lunch, and he, again, was really knocked out and genuinely uh, supportive and, and excited for me. So I, I don't know what to say. His loss is incalculable. It's, it's sad uh, that he was taken from us really so quickly. And... Um, you know, so brutally by this particular form of cancer, pancreatic cancer. But if you read his, if you go to his, uh, his Facebook page or his uh, Instagram account and read his last couple of posts, it's, it's really inspiring. Even as he faced his ultimate demise, uh, mano a mano, as they say, he, uh, you know, was, was resolutely positive, optimistic, upbeat, and uh, <laughs> in a way he... <laughs> He referred to death as an obstacle to be overcome, which is pretty audacious, but that was Dom, and I love you, Dom. I will miss you very, very much, and we will see you on the other side because we're all going to go onward and upward at some point. Be well. Peace. Rest in peace, my friend. Hello, everybody. It's Dave Abruzzese here, and I'm honored to share a story about my pal Dom Femularo in celebration of his life. Dom was uh, one of a kind. And uh, there are quite a few stories, but one that particularly enters my mind quite often and has for the last, oh, 30 years, <laughs> is when I was invited to participate in the Modern Drummer Festival um, in 1993 and at that point I hadn't done any clinics uh, matter of fact I'd never even spoken into a microphone 
and here I was poised to share the stage with a lot of my heroes in front of 2,500 people that, you know, I saw as people that were just like me. And um, I was nervous. <laughs> I had pads of paper with scribbles and bibbles and all these fantastic ideas as to what would be a good Dave Abrazis clinic. And I, I just, you know, it was, I, I just, I was, I was beside myself. I could, it was, I, I just didn't even know up from down. So I called Dom <laughs> and uh, I said, Hey man, help. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm not a chops guy. I don't know what I have to offer. And he laughed at me. Um, or with me, as the case m might have been. I, my laughter was more nervous laughter than than his was, that's for sure. And uh, and he told me, he said, Dave, just go out there and be you. Everyone there loves your playing, and by the time you're done, everyone there is going to love you too. And <laughs> that from Dom meant the world to me. I threw on a kilt, <laughs> mooched a bottle of scotch from the <laughs> from the drumline that performed before me, and um, threw away all my notes and just went out and did what I do. And um, just you know Dom was that guy he was that guy that for me always knew what to say in every situation you know no matter what it was no matter where I saw him I, I, I valued every second of those experiences I'm gonna miss that man and uh, I vow as all of you should too, to take the lessons that he instilled in us and the character that he so effortlessly <laughs> had and gave to us uh, and pass it on. Always be willing to help and do the best you can. Thank you, Dom. And uh, everybody take good care. We'll do the best. This is drummer Ray Levier. I met Dom many years ago at, I think it was the Modern Drummer Festival in Montclair, New Jersey. And upon meeting Dom, the first thing you realize is he's very enthusiastic and he's super positive. And he has this ability of when he's speaking with you like you're the only person in the room and he gives you his undivided attention and makes you feel special. Um, fast forwarding a couple years, I took a lesson with Dom and I drove out to his place in Long Island and uh, he took me out to lunch before the lesson and he just kind of really 
asked me what my goals and hopes and aspirations were as a drummer. And he really listened very deeply and gave me some very sage advice about, you know, what I could do to, uh, you know, some certain steps to get uh, to lead down that road of, of accomplishments that I was looking to do on the instrument and with my career and my brand, so to speak. Uh, then we went back to Dom's place and uh, we had a drum lesson. And again, it was more talking about uh, life and, and drumming and positivity and how important it is to stay positive and, and uh, see the glasses half full. And um, so he spent a long time with me. I mean, it's definitely over an hour. And, um, and then he gave me a book, a copy of his book, The Cycle of Self-Empowerment, and, uh, which is an amazing book. Uh, it's just filled with amazing uh, things that are super positive and, you know, just it's Dom, you know, 101. <laughs> uh, anyway, he, he didn't charge me for the book and he sent me on my way and didn't charge me for the lesson. And I drove home just feeling, you know, really elated and just great about things. And, and he just had this ability to, you know, lift me up to another level. And I think that's what Dom's superpower is. You know, he's just he has this ability to really uplift people in, in the best possible light of, of who they are as a human being. And uh, so that's something I'm forever grateful for, for Dom. And uh, it's just really great to have him as a friend. And I'm honored to call him a friend. And uh, so that's Dom in a nutshell that I know of. So I love you, Dom. And thank you. And keep in, keep on inspiring us. And and keep lifting us all up with your love and your light. Amen. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Uh, Seamus Evely here. Uh, I was the host of the Drumio Gab podcast, which granted me many great opportunities, uh, such as this one. Uh, Michael Scott invited me to speak about Don Famulero. And... And what has recently happened to him. And uh, as all of you should be incredibly saddened by that. I think he was one of the biggest contributing factors of positivity in the drumming community. Yeah, it's, it's just such a huge, huge loss. It's hard to even put it into words, really. I, I mean, when I first saw what had happened uh, when he was sick. Just kind of disbelief at first, because, you know, last time I saw him, he was full of energy and life and seemed quite healthy and, you know, still had all these plans and things he wanted to accomplish. And, you know, uh, like he said on my show the one time, uh, I'm going to, you know, give it everything right to the end. Right. <clears throat> I actually want to read... To use an email that I sent to Dom. This would have been May 2nd of 2022. Uh, it says, Dearest Dom, I was deeply affected by the news today regarding your health and felt it was absolutely needed to reach out to you just to share with you how important you are to me. I'm sure that anyone 
who has been fortunate enough to meet you personally, would agree that you are a truly wonderful human being. With so much to give to this world. With all of the interviews that I was blessed to, to record, you stand out to me as my most cherished guest. I don't know if you really know how much you positively impacted me, but I cannot overstate how tremendous of a time it was. Thank you for always being so generous and genuinely warm towards me. You are a legend, brother. With all of your manifested positivity, I know you can beat this cancer. You have the spirit of a thousand men and will conquer this. I will be thinking of you every day and sending my love to you. I really do love you, Dom. I think so much of you and always have. I was telling Harrison, my son, how you make everyone smile and he wanted to hear your voice. I played it for him and he smiled. That is what you do. Keeping you close to my heart with love, Seamus. Um, you know, yeah, he meant a lot to me. And, um, you know, it's, uh, while it's sad what happened to him, you got to think about how much good he did. You know, he did so much good for people. He was such a good person, you know. And um, there's not like a lot of that around, really. I've met so many people in my life, and it's one thing online, it's another thing and with a brand, and it's another thing when you actually get to know them. Dom was legit. He was solid, you know. He really just wanted to impart good things to other people so that they did the best they could. You know, giving people hope and energy. And he was like an endless supply of that shit. That's the biggest loss. You know, I can't imagine what all of his family's going through. You know, the drumming community at large is obviously hugely impacted by this. And he'll never be forgotten. You know, he's, he's a legend. I mean, he, the amount of good he did. It's just incredible, man, how faithful he was to all of that. How much it meant to him, you know, his level of passion. You know, that created the pursuit. And it was endless. And it was full of bounty. And it was just something tremendous, you know. I remember one of the tips that he gave me once. <laughs> when I first interviewed him, he was talking to me about like making your lips move a lot when you talk. It like helps deliver your message better. And he was always about the message, you know, like if he had a, a concept or a theory, an idea to him, one of the most important things was how you delivered it. That's my biggest takeaway from Dom. And I, and I think, um, you know, if you got, you know, I hope that everybody who had contact with him, you know, um, you know, whether you got to have an online lesson or you met him at a meet and greet somewhere or, you know, you actually <laughs> got to sit down with a meal with him and talk about life stuff, you know. I just hope that whatever he passed to you in those moments and in passing moments, that it gave you energy to do something of value something of long-lasting importance to what you feel is important right that was his mission i think you know the way i see it and he was incredible at that you know he mentored me a lot you know uh 
my online lesson with him was actually how to be better at public speaking and just dialogue with people in general. Because I felt he was a master of that, of that craft. You know, I always liked his drumming. I liked how explosive he was, how dynamically powerful he was, uh, how uh, creative he was. But if I'm being honest, my favorite thing about Don Famulero in, in, in regards to drumming, drummers, period, is his speaking ability. You know, he was uh, a master at it. And again, like, what he could pass on to another human being, I surely hope that it never went to waste. That, like, anyone who, like, even thinking back on anything that had something to do with Dom Familiaro, that you took whatever you received from that and you applied it with uh, a lot of intention, you know, and purpose and uh, with a, a need for quality, you know, that um, everything that you do is, is, is with all of that in mind. And, and that was a strong message of his, right? Um, so uh, that's all I really want to say, other than, of course, um, I love you, Dom. I hope that you're resting easy. I hope that I read the beautiful words you wrote before... Uh, before your time came up, and I thought it was ma- amazing. You know, uh, that's a loose term. <laughs> a lot of people say that on a daily basis, but I mean that. Like, it was very impactful to read, and I'm glad that you took the time to write that. Um, so thank you for everything, and, um, you know, um, love you, man. Um, and uh, thank you again. Uh, to Michael for uh, allowing me some time to speak about that. Um, that's a, a big privilege, and I thank you. <sighs> I hope everybody is doing good out there. And then again, like everything that you're doing day in, day out. Um, <laughs> let's look up to Don for what he left. We're all talking about him, thinking about him, hurting about him, you know, because of how tremendous of a human being he was. And I think he's a great role model. For, for all people, you know? So let's think about that and take that in and take some time, pause, that, pause this after I'm finished speaking and take a couple moments and think deep about this stuff and him and let that be some kind of energy source for tomorrow's adventure, you know? Okay, um, thank you again. Lots of love to everybody. Bye. Hi, it's Rob Wallace here from Hudson Music, and I would like to extend my deepest and most sincere condolences to Dom's family, Charmaine, Dom, Jr., John, and Max, and to all of Dom's friends uh, around the world. I've never seen an outpouring uh, like I have these past days. And I've always said, and actually I've spoken to Dom many times about the wonderful, what I call the best fraternity in the world, the drum community. And once again, everyone has just shown what a great community that is. So I uh, wish everyone the best. And as Dom would say, onward and upward. And 
hopefully everyone can show the best part of themselves and we continue this great tradition of our drum fraternity. Hey, Jim Toscano here, and I just want to speak about how Dom inspired me in my life. Watching how he was passionate about everything in his life, passionate about Charmaine, about the kids, about drumming, about the studio, about food, about wine at 10 o'clock in the morning when I was at his house. Uh, he really showed that passion and joy for life. And it was completely infectious. We, we see that because he traveled the world sharing what we all love with everyone. Traveling to 60 different countries around the world and really being a trailblazer and bringing really everyone together through drumming, but through joy and through passion and showing people that they can embrace their creativity, they can embrace their own voice. He really made people feel that they mattered and that they had purpose. Whether he was meeting you for the first time or he was seeing an old friend, he brought that joy and that excitement to everyone that he touched. And I know that as a teacher, Dom left a piece of himself within each student. He planted that seed and that would stay with the student for life. He also believed that a little piece of each student stayed with him. He really is the best example of how you can forge your own path as a musician or as an educator or just in life. He's impacted so many people it's really incredible that with his passing, the outpouring of just love and sentiments. Every time I refresh my social media feed over the last week, more pictures, more videos, more sentiments would pop up. Just incredible. And just a testament to what an amazing person Dom really was. Dom, you will be missed by me, my family. I know I can speak for the entire drum community. You'll be deeply missed. But we are all better for having known you. And you certainly changed my life and the lives of every student that you've come in contact with. And I thank you for being a friend, a mentor. I love you. And I'll see you on the other side. Hi, Michael. It's Joe Bergamini here. Thank you for asking me to be part of this podcast. It would take a really long time for me to uh, record a proper tribute to Dom Famularo for what he meant in my life. Uh, so I'm going to be succinct as possible and say that uh, he was one of the most important people of my life uh, outside of my immediate family, possibly the most important. Uh, I met him at 19 as his drum student. I was playing in a battle of the bands in New Jersey, and Al Marinaro, who's still a friend of mine, and Dom's, who used to work at Tama, said that I should study with Dom. So I went out there, and of course, uh, it's well known that he was my teacher, helped me out, and uh, got me to where I wanted to be, really, just probably one of the 
greatest, I think probably one of the most sought out drum teachers in the world um, by the time he reached the peak of his career. You know, I don't really know too many other people that people would fly from halfway across the planet to spend three days studying with him. But people did that with Dom all the time. Uh, as a, I knew him in a few ways closer than a lot of other people. Obviously, we became very, very close friends and uh, we owned a business together. So um, in those respects, he was just the greatest guy as a friend. I mean, we spent so much time together talking about everything, I, everything under the sun. And he's always well informed and funny. And uh, we just got a chance to really, you know, become really best friends and, and uh his values about family and work and having fun really just were perfect. I mean, we matched so well that way. As partners, it was interesting because he and I were a little bit different. We brought complimentary things to the Wisdom Media, which is the publishing company that we own. And um, our authors are mostly all Dom students and good friends as well. So it's like a little family. But we, I'm sort of the organizer and the guy who brings everything to completion and Dom's the visionary with the ideas. But he's, as we got further along in our careers and lives and we became partners and I learned more about the business and then started working with Hudson, just like any great person, he just showed me respect. You know, we, sometimes we would talk about what to do and we nearly never disagreed. And sometimes when we did, he would later on, I would say, Hey, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, we should do this for whatever reason. And, and he would say, yeah, I think you're right. Um, and you know, when that started to happen, it was like, I've felt so much more respect for him. If that's even possible, I had so much respect for him to begin with, you know? So, uh, as a partner, he was simply great. And, um, I'm going to carry on and run that business and keep his name alive and his legacy. Um, what else can I say about him? He inspired so many people all across the world, and it's uh, been pretty interesting to see how personal the loss has been for so many people. Um, I know it is for me. I mean, it's uh, definitely like losing a family member, you know, um, and uh, something that's, you know, I'm working through, but he left such a great mark for me, such a model to follow and for so many other people uh, that I think his his legacy is assured. And there are a lot of people who are so indebted and grateful to him that they find it important to keep that legacy alive. There's some great things happening with Sabian. We have a mentorship award, which for those who are listening to this don't know, um, you can go on Sabian.com and find out this great award. It's, it's uh, $2,500 US plus one-hour mentorships with uh, about a half dozen incredibly high-profile industry figures, not just drummers like Jim Toscano, Klaus Hessler, Stefan Chamberlain, but Andy Zildjian, the president of Sabian, Rick Drum, former president of Vic Firth and Diodario and Remo, Chris Stanky, the artist relations director from Sabian, and Paul Quinn, who's an entertainment attorney. Um, we designed that award in the spirit of what Dom did for so many people. Oh, and of course, the legendary David Garibaldi. How could I forget that? Um, we'll give each give each give an hour of their time to mentor the winner of that in addition to the cash prize. It's an incredible award. And um, Sabian's going to be coming out with the Dominator, which is a signature symbol for him. So there's definitely a lot of great things happening at Sabian. And 
you know, I do hope that people will continue, you know, to keep Dom's memory alive. I know I will be, it'll be something I'll carry with me, you know, and, and think about from now on. And, um, and I'm really going to miss him, but I'm thankful that he was my brother, you know, mentor, friend, confidant, and he was simply the greatest. So thank you for, uh, for including me. And by the way, it was great to see you here in Toronto where I just played with the symphony and, uh, Michael, you and I got to hang out. Thanks for coming to the show. And uh, that was fun. So, okay. Thanks. Onward and upward, floating freely, flying higher, departing the carbon land below for ethereal blessings above, releasing the bonded chains of pain, receiving the mantle of grace and glory, freedom in ascending. Onward and upward, Encouraging and guiding, teaching and blessing, making each life brighter for your presence in it, even if only briefly passing through. Always a smile, always enthusiastic, always battling the enemy of good enough with the sword of better. Wielding love, joy, faith and hope with every step and every word every drum beat stronger for your guidance with less effort than before. Empowerment, a goal. Guidance, a gift. Enthusiasm and joy, infectious. Onward and upward, a life well lived, not a moment wasted. So much more to be done, but rest finally granted with a chorus of well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you, Dom. You've been listening to the Drummer's Pathway Podcast. Please share and subscribe to get the word out and let's keep the discussion going. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.